This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, federal employees will get the first crack at the State Department's online passport renewal process. Scores of DHS employees are to be honored by the agency's secretary. And Health and Human Services looks to promote racial equity through its 2023 budget request. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The State Department invites federal employees to renew their passports online ahead of a public launch. The agency is directing federal employees and contractors to pre-register online and create a My Travel Gov account. Users will need to wait up to two weeks before they're able to renew their passports online. The State Department says it's testing the portal with a limited audience before launching it to the general public this fall. Eligible feds must renew a passport that was issued at least nine years ago, but no later than 15 years ago. The Department of Homeland Security is recognizing its standout employees. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas announced the 2022 Secretaries Awards this week. This year's winners include CISA's 2020 Presidential Election Security Initiative Team. The Secret Service's Global Investigative Operations Center and Cyber Intelligence Section was also recognized for exceptional service. And several employees at U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services received plaudits for their contributions to the Unaccompanied Child Virtual Case Management Team. The Department of Health and Human Services highlights the executive order on advancing racial equity in its 2023 budget request. At the agency's policy and priorities hearing on Wednesday, HHS said it will use its funding request to better support underserved communities. Along with enhancing equitable service, the agency's strategic plan for 2022 through 2026 aims to build trust and transparency by promoting effective governance within the agency. HHS leaders also plan to improve diversity in recruitment and retention practices. Federal procurement power is a big player in the Biden administration's goals for both environmental sustainability and cybersecurity. Requirements for things like greenhouse gas emissions disclosures are being written into more contracting language. The General Services Administration sees agencies relying on more as-a-service models for enterprise IT infrastructure and using less-owned physical infrastructure. Laura Stanton at GSA says the agency is now adding sustainability requirements to as-a-service contracts. GSA is also adding climate change risk management requirements to contracts for commercial satellite communications. Military service members in remote bases are more likely to attempt suicide. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni has more. In 2020, the military saw its worst year on record for suicides with 580. The Defense Department's trying to get a better handle on what's going on in its ranks. A preliminary report from the Government Accountability Office says service members in remote bases are more likely to attempt suicide, but less likely to die from those attempts. GAO says that may be because non-military guns are harder to come by overseas and in far-off areas. DOD commissioned an independent review of military suicides that will finish early next year. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. Lieutenant General Duke Richardson is the nominee to be the next chief of Air Force Material Command. If confirmed, Richardson would oversee 80,000 employees. Air Force Material Command conducts research and development, as well as develops, acquires, and sustains systems. Richardson will replace Lieutenant General Arnold Bunch. 
A change in command is coming to the Commerce Department's intellectual property arm. Kathy Vidal has received Senate confirmation as director of the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. The job carries the title of Undersecretary of Commerce. As of yesterday, she has not been sworn in yet. Meantime, a 28-year-old senior executive veteran of USPTO, Drew Hirschfield, announced his retirement. He's been the acting, performing the duties of PTO director. Hirschfield started out as a patent examiner. Vidal is an engineer and experienced patent litigator. The National Institute of Standards and Technology is set to get a new leader. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has those details. Yesterday, the Senate voted to confirm Lori Lacasio to serve as Undersecretary of Commerce for Standards and Technology. Lacasio is currently the Vice President for Research at the University of Maryland. She's no stranger to NIST, having previously worked as a researcher at the agency. Her last role at NIST was Acting Principal Deputy Director and Associate Director for Laboratory Programs. Lacasio has a background in biomedical research. Justin Doubleday. Federal News Network. Data centers are in demand as agencies adopt cloud solutions, but data centers also consume a ton of electricity. The White House wants a net zero carbon emissions electricity sector by 2035. That's why the National Energy Technology Laboratory and other labs are working together to turn areas that historically relied on the fossil fuel industry into new homes for data centers, but it's going to take a lot of integrated energy systems. That's why NETL, the National Renewable Energy Lab in Colorado, and the Idaho National Lab formed a consortium. The Veterans Affairs Department is looking into the root cause of an electronic health record outage. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman reports. The VA says a bug in an Oracle server brought down all federal Cerner systems across the Defense Department, VA, and Coast Guard on Wednesday. VA officials say the outage lasted for about two and a half hours. That's on top of a glitch the VA encountered last month at its medical center in Spokane, Washington, the first go-live site for its new EHR system. Deputy VA Secretary Donald Remy says the agency is working closely with Cerner to diagnose the problem. We are exercising all of our authority to make sure that we can position ourselves for success. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. And leaders at the Census Bureau want to address policy, research, and technical issues in that agency's programs. The National Advisory Committee will look at ways to improve field operations, information technology, and demographic programs. The NAC plans to meet in early May to review the issues. In addition, Chief Experience Officer Michelle Bartum says the Bureau is working to improve customer experience by involving a customer focus team for 2030 census planning. The team will conduct research to learn more about the customer's perspective for the census. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.